0: The Braves Radio Network channel on the Podcast Park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank.
1: Hey, welcome to Braves Country.
2: Welcome back to Braves Country. I'm Scott Munn, along with our host, Tug Cowart. And uh, with us today, originally from Dublin, Georgia, Austin Snell is here. He, uh, he finished his time in the Air Force and moved to Nashville in 2022. And since then, Snell's unique blend of rock and country, which he calls grunge country, Grabbed the attention of fans on social media, and now he's approaching 100 million streams across all platforms. Austin's been all over SiriusXM. He's open for the great Willie Nelson, and now he's releasing his debut EP, Muddy Water Rockstar, on September 8th via Riverhouse Artists and Warner Music Nashville. And he's going on his first headlining tour, which I love, uh, including a big show in Athens, Georgia, On Friday, September 9th, at one of our favorite venues, uh, Tug, the Fabulous 40 Watt Club. Got the hat on. Yeah, there you go. He's a Braze fan from way back, so we're super excited to meet this rising country music star. Austin Snell, welcome to Braves Country, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Man. I'm
3: glad to be here. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are
0: winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like.
1: Five
4: dollar minimum balance required. Oh, dude, it's so cool to have you. Uh, I love, I love the hat. Yep. The MWR, we are, we are discussed that a little bit because I thought that because he was in the Air Force, I thought it was uh, like something like the Navy does. MWR is Morale, <laughs> Welfare, and Recreation. Turns out that is not the case. Yeah. You want to explain what it yeah, is? they got all the acronyms in the military. Yeah, but, dude, um, man, everything's an acronym.
5: Yeah, um, no, it stands for Muddy Water Rockstar. Love it. It's the the EP title, tour title, everything. Um, it's kind of all encompassing and. Uh, I don't know, I thought it would be cool to kind of start a brand around it, so we're doing the hats For and sure. we're doing shirts and we're going to drop merch and have all the stuff.
4: So. I love it. We've got the camo in there, so outdoors guy. Absolutely. For sure, Absolutely. hunting and fishing. Yeah, I grew up in southern Georgia, so my dad
5: was always on the lake or on the river or in the woods. So yeah, You can't be other. from
4: that part. I mean, you can't be from Georgia, really, and not, yeah. and not be interested in a little bit. Yeah, we we got out there. Um,
5: I don't do a whole lot of it anymore.
4: I well, he's just we, busy, we, I get it. stay but... super
5: busy, but I try to get on the – the golf course as much as I can. So that's, boy, that gets me outside a little yeah, okay. bit. <laughs>
4: hey, and and how do you pick up golf? How do you pick up golf?
5: Uh, so I played a little bit in middle school. Uh, I played on the team. All it was right. horrible. I um, went through the whole spring um, on the team. Barely made the team. And uh, went to two played two tournaments and quit the second tournament because I just <laughs> I don't have the patience to play like competitively. I just mm-hmm. go out and, and play. I don't I don't keep count. So yeah, I well
4: I, I'm with you because I usually lose forty balls by exactly. the fourth hole. Exactly. And so there's no need to keep count. Yeah. Like, you know? We
5: we went to uh, we played a course that I'd never played before in, in uh, Tennessee this past week, and um, it was a super nice course. I didn't have to pay for it.
4: That's uh, so that's the best kind to of
5: play. Um, and they had a cart guy that would come out and bring you balls if you needed more Cause balls. Because they knew. Yeah. yeah. And so I lost at least 12 and then got another case and went through that whole case. boy. And he, he he came out there probably five times. Is he also the beer guy? Same same guy? No, different. Okay, different. all right, yeah. yeah. So yeah. They his bring his sole job was to bring <laughs> balls out
4: to people. So. Hey, bring your beers so you we, lose the balls and then you buy more balls. Dude, that's, that, that, that sounds working, like yeah that's Oh, it. yeah, we kept him busy for that's sure. That's an industry right there. Yeah. Yeah. In and of itself, man, you can make some money doing that. <laughs> Goodness gracious. But, yes, uh, but that's awesome, man. Uh, I love the brand, love the cami. It, it, it fits, you know, it fits what, what country is, which exactly. it, is what I love. You know, man, just, just being from Georgia is, you know, to me, that's that's the most important thing in the world. I, I, the Kane Brown song, Bury Me in Georgia, count me in. Yeah. Dude, I don't care what y'all bury me in, as long as I'm in that red clay somewhere, right. you know?
5: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, it kind of just explains itself and how I ended up doing the music I did is because my dad was a huge, so he... We're obviously country music fans, but my dad was a huge rock fan and Me too, uh,
4: man. I love both as well. Yeah, he he grew me up on
5: the whole Three Doors Down is my favorite band of this day. Okay. Um and then my mom was a huge country fan. She's a huge island fan, so um I kind of just did both. That's awesome. When I started making music, I was like, Why not just do both of them?
4: Yeah, man. And uh and you know. see a lot of that. Now, especially with like you know, like right. Aldean, he's got those, he's got ACDC guitars, right? You know, it's not unusual. If you go see Hardy in concert; man, he looks like oh, he's got insane. a rock band behind him. I mean, insane. He does. He does, he does, have, have, a he does have a rock band. What am saying? Look, look like he does. That's a. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's even. Ha- he even has a song on the rock charts,
5: if I'm not mistaken. He does. Yeah, he had a number one, uh, I think, uh this past year. Right.
4: Yeah. yeah. This has been—he's—he's he's had a—he's uh, yeah, a got a trigger. rock band behind him, just singing country lyrics. That's right, That's absolutely
5: what is happening Which
4: there. is that—is that kind of the—that's the, kind of the same vein. Same vein. Yeah. Yeah, I like same that.
5: vein. Um, my drummer actually um, randomly met. So when you move to Nashville, you kind of just you randomly meet people, and like you don't have you know there's no plan ever. At least for me, there was no plan. Um, but I was playing my first full band show uh, in Nashville, and I needed a drummer. Um, and John Langston's drummer was actually supposed to fill in for me and play the one show, um, and he had to cancel, and sent me a fill-in guy. And the fill-in guy ended up being my full-time drummer. But he came from literally the metal world. Like he's a metal drummer. Um, he played for Hollow Front, and uh, I don't know if you guys listen to metal I music can't, at all. I must say I don't.
4: Bit. I don't know that band. Uh,
5: he played for Hollow Front, and it's just a huge metal band. And uh, he just he quit and moved to Nashville and just wanted to do the country thing. So like, he ended up being my drummer. And it fit perfectly because we were doing the rock thing.
2: This guy's just... on the road with a bunch of rock bands. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of metal that I didn't want to see, but I like it anyway. You know, I, I <laughs> yeah. learned to like it, and I like uh, I like the mashup thing though. Um, you know, if you think about it, that's something country music's been doing for a long time. Right. Really, country and western—that was a mashup. You know what I mean? With right. the two styles that kind of came together. Rock and roll, same thing. Yeah. And uh but have you experienced any blowback in Nashville? People telling you you can't do that? Um, I
5: mean, it's definitely not accept as widely accepted in nashville um mm-hmm. i would say that there's an audience for it for sure um or i wouldn't be where i am um because i mean before i even you know signed the record deal and the publishing deal and this and that i was just literally just writing songs and posting them on tiktok and instagram and that's yeah. kind of how i got my uh my start and i wrote excuse the mess which was the first song i ever put out which was very rock leaning um and i posted a video of me playing it on guitar and people loved it and that's kind of just what got me my start and uh i don't know if the people want it then why not do it you know absolutely man
2: you know another mashup kind of scene that's going on is uh our buddy down in macon georgia um what's our friend who's a big time rapper he's he's busting out right now you know demon jones oh yes and you ever are, what is your take on country rap can you accept country rap since you want folks to accept yeah i mean i think metal? i think
5: Here's what I think as far as country music goes. I mean, if if you want to call it country music, you have to be talking about country stuff. I mean, it has to have a story, I think. Doesn't matter the presentation. Yeah, I don't think Mm -hmm. the presentation really matters that much. I think as long as you're telling a story that means something to you. I agree. Um... It can come out any, any way you want it to. So
4: There you go. That's my that's I, my take on it. I Dude, think it might I be a hot take. That's, no, that's I, I don't think, I think it I really think. is, man. I think maybe 10 years ago, 15 yeah. years it yeah. might have been. I don't know that right. it is Well, anymore. the
2: reason I ask, fellas, is I, I want to see the country rock guys like you, Brantley Gilbert, some of these guys, I want to see them maybe embrace the country rap and have that kind of Fusion happened on yeah. tour. Well, Jelly
5: Roll is doing that. Jelly, Jelly Roll is, is. Oh, you're right, and really you have some he's dates killing. coming
2: up with Jelly Roll. I saw. Maybe.
5: Uh, yeah, we played with him. Uh, okay. I think it was last month um, in Indiana, and it was the craziest show I've ever played. In
2: Did my his life. crowd really his take? His crowd him? is just
5: one of a kind. Like he's like wow. has so this. unique, and they are infatuated with him. Yeah, um, and they're infatuated with whoever he brings out with him. So
4: my sister-in-law has no. She didn't care about country at all. She's, she's never been into it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, she told me, she was like, I heard that Jelly Roll's doing country, and I started listening to him, and I was like, "Why?" She was like, he was in a hip-hop act called Tech 9 or mm-hmm. and, and she was like, I loved him then. She like, I can't wait to hear what he's doing now. Right. So it's a, this is bringing somebody to country music that has never once in her, her life enjoyed the genre or been interested in it at all, right. and all of a sudden, a girl from New York is going, I, I'm a country fan now. Right. Or, or at least I'm, I'm enough of a fan to go check it out. Yeah. I mean, people are falling in love with not just his music, but his story. His story is unbelievable,
5: man. Huge story that just, like, compels people. And it does. Like I said, like, I mean, us being out there with him, like, like whoever he brings out on tour with him or, like, at a show with him, his fans are just as infatuated with them as they are him, so.
2: Hey, man, let's get into your story. Absolutely. Much respect that you're a veteran, man. I really appreciate that. I mean, thank you both for your service, and uh, I can say that with uh, my whole heart because I'm, a, I'm an Army brat for 20, my first 20 years of yes. life. I was living on on, uh, on post, and so I know what it's like uh, to an extent. Um, tell us about your Air Force career. How did you wind up going in the Air Force? Where did you serve? What did you do?
5: Yeah, uh, so I had a huge kind of journey that got me into the, um, the Air Force. I, I knew I was going to join the military at some point um, in my life. Uh, I knew I wanted to do it probably after I got out of high school um but i wanted to join the army uh and so i went to meps you know what meps is, of course yeah um uh go do your tests was, go yeah, do your yeah. physicals right and uh i was still i was a senior in high school and i was going to meps to try and do army ranger school that's what i wanted to do that's big time there that's um, that's quite an aspiration for well, yeah time, i huh? mean
4: that's that's just what i wanted to do i've always kind of just wanted to do that my whole life and, which is uh, really impressive because when i when i joined the Navy. I never once said, "Yeah, I think am gonna be a Navy SEAL," because yeah. I knew I didn't. I knew I didn't have it.
2: Doug <laughs> like, was in the radar room. That's right, that's right.
4: I was on the comms. I was in the radar room. I was not about to go. But you got to know your strengths. Yeah, and yeah. mine was not being a Navy SEAL. But Although you, I've never met none of the people that I served with, who and there was probably ten of them that that went to BUDs mm-hmm. out in San Diego. Zero of them made it. So Star. I knew it had to be. But they a, say
2: even if you're not gonna make it, because it's a small percentage that do. Mm-hmm. That just going out for that is is going to make you a better soldier, right?
4: The reason I brought it up is because it's so impressive. Like, you knew you wanted to be a a ranger, which is incredible. Well, yeah, I mean, I I didn't didn't really know what was going to happen if I got there, but
5: uh, I knew that's what I wanted to do, and I trained for it pretty heavily. Um, And so I went to MEPS, and I had a knee surgery my junior year from Mm. wrestling and had honestly forgotten about it because it was not that big of a surgery. It was just a little scope or whatever they did. Um, And went to MEPS five times for the Army. To try to get a waiver for the knee surgery to get this contract that I wanted, um, and they wouldn't give it to me. So I went to the Air Force guy. I was like, "Hey, I want to do Tac P, which is they call in airstrikes, and they're attached to Ranger units and stuff." Um, so I was like, "I'll just do that then." And I went to the Air Force guy, went to MEPS four more times for the Air Force to try to get a waiver for that, got a waiver for the knee surgery, and failed the debt perception test.
4: Oh no! And so then
5: I was just knocked out of that. So I was like, dude, you know, I'm too far deep into this now. I'm going to do something, and I ended up being an aircraft mechanic. So that's okay. what I did for four years, and then I, I worked on the big uh, cargo planes, and then I got out. Yeah, man. So, which is it. probably the best-case scenario, you know? Yeah. Looking back, um, I wouldn't have probably found music and wouldn't have started playing music because I would have been too busy. Yeah, like that's, that's
4: interesting. I had uh, two brothers-in-law who are uh, both retired. One was enlisted, became an officer, and was a missileer. And then... Um, another that was in the medical field there in the air force yeah, and just uh good folks doing doing good work but you're right man if if the good lord puts you on that path man you don't right you're not Absolutely. sitting here right now so Absolutely. that's that's a a great story in and of itself and it's funny man because were you still in when you started playing or when you started putting music out yeah so i picked up a guitar
5: it would have been in 20 2016 so i was 19 years old i turned 19 in basic training i did too um, right. and uh my follow-on training after uh basic training was in charleston um south carolina and i had a roommate so it was me and one other guy and we shared a room and that was where we were for tech school um and we hated each other oh wow we absolutely hated each other so we didn't that's,
4: talk like, that's if we tough
5: were, if we were in the same room like we were there together like he would stay over there i would stay over here and like we would not like talking wow. to each other at all um, so I was bored one day, and I was just watching YouTube videos. And um, I wa- of all people, I was watching Ed Sheeran do the loop pedal thing, like his live. It's incredible. Which is insane. And I was like, dude, that's super cool. And so I, like, just literally just, I was like, that's cool. I'm going to go buy a guitar. And uh, we weren't getting, I mean, you know, we don't get paid anything. Sure, yeah. While, while we're in. Good at least, lord. At least while we're in training. Yeah. You know? um, and so I spent, like, my last $400 on a Martin and uh, just Adam- taught boy. myself how to play and, like, didn't really... Like I said, didn't have a plan. I've never had a plan, really. I just started playing music and fell in love with it, and uh, one thing led to another and started writing songs and posting those, and uh, it kind of just led me to meeting a few people in Nashville before I got there and um, got there, and it kind of just all happened and unfolded.
4: Somebody had a plan. It might have been you, but somebody had a plan for you. Somebody definitely had a plan for me, for sure. Yeah, that's amazing. For sure.
2: Hey, uh, I want to get more into your music, but uh, quickly... I saw in some of your TikTok videos a couple of other hats. One that let me know you were an outdoorsman. I saw that Winchester hat. So I guess you shoot a yeah. shotgun every once in a while, right? Absolutely, yeah. And the other is uh, that you were wearing a Braves hat in a, a really old video. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about your Braves fan love. Are You, uh, yeah, you come up so on I, the Bravos, right?
5: Yeah, so I grew up playing sports. Um, my dad made sure I played baseball growing up. Um, and I played baseball uh, up until, I want to say it was eighth or ninth grade and uh i thought i was a better football player but i wasn't I, was, <laughs> I sucked at football i wasn't big enough should have probably stuck it out with baseball and so i can I was imagine just, with your height the, there wasn't nothing there man yeah you well a i just man. i don't know i didn't have uh i don't know my brother's the big football guy he, okay he got a football scholarship but wow that's Um cool. yeah so i wanted to play football instead of baseball and i quit and Probably shouldn't have, but um, yeah. Growing up, I was a huge Braves fan. Chipper Jones was like my idol. Oh my gosh, yeah. Growing up, and uh, like I said, we had went to a few um, Turner Field games and uh, fell in love with that. And it's my first time here at this yeah, stadium. Truest, yeah, super man. Sick to oh see. my gosh, it's incredible. It's like Disneyland for Braves fans. Absolutely, but um, I have to. I don't. I don't keep up with it as much as I used to. Um, a little I'm busy, not, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I know we're having a good year this year. Yeah, we are. I know enough to know Best record
4: in all of baseball. Yeah,
5: and I think... uh, think Now
4: would be a good time to tune in, man. Absolutely. You know, just just keep up with it on your phone a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
5: I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll come out on social media when we're in the World Series again. Yeah, there you go. Like everybody else. Well, give uh, us
2: three of your favorite Braves when you were a kid, just... So the so Chipper, we already you got, you got chipper. chipper Jones. Chipper, uh, uh, I was a,
5: hu- I mean, I was a huge Swanson fan. Yeah, Dan's oh, okay. down uh, in Chicago, and I was a huge
4: Freeman fan. Yeah, he's and down Andy in L.A. Freeman. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it, was a, it was a great. Do- what about what about the old Turner Field days? There was anybody that 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 used Not to really, love. Other I chipper. looked up the Chipper just like yeah, was, he, was, he the was the
5: guy, just my idol. Yeah, and I, like, I, I wore it. the one left hand glove like he did when I hit. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's just yeah, he was. everybody's guy. I think the one of the best ever. So oh my gosh, go wrong with Chipper Jones? Absolutely, no kidding, man. It is, but uh, I think George is having a good sports year in general. Yeah, so you're a George armed. Bulldog as well. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm me about too. them dogs, dude. I mean, I think we're gonna have another good year.
2: The, the, I think we're gonna threepeat. I'm just gonna say it.
5: I, I don't want to say it, but I the schedules, schedule's a The schedule's a cakewalk. <laughs> yeah. So all you gotta do is we get like, UT Martin first first week. <laughs> exactly. I think. Yeah. So, yeah exactly. Right.
2: Just two trap games. Uh, South Carolina, Auburn. Get See, I would so. I would think Tennessee. Tennessee, actually, I don't I consider thinking. Tennessee a real team anymore, but...
4: Oh! oh <laughs> people are tuning out. That's right, <laughs> sorry, Nashville friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're right. They, uh, they, they, they are. Absolutely. Uh dear friend of our family uh, is a uh, freshman, wide receiver at Tennessee, yeah. number 35. Look out for Garrett Young. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, Everybody comes back him around at some point. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, they do, and Tennessee's a legendary brand man it's yep. not it's not like they're uh absolutely th- it's it's been a while it's been a minute but uh yeah. they come back around now they ain't beating georgia this year but no. maybe, oh, yeah. uh, so maybe we never again through
2: three games tennessee auburn and South Ma- Carolina. maybe if florida florida kinda, could creep up the rest of them are kind of scrimmages.
4: Yeah. here's the deal get through get through those you get to the playoffs right. that's where the real work starts exactly. exactly but i think we're gonna have another good year for speaking sure speaking
2: of the real work man you have been working uh music career has taken off uh muddy water rock star comes out september 8th on river house and warner music but and your focus track is uh send you the bill which you wrote with a couple other guys tell us about that song if you will send you the bill i like it because i can relate yeah i uh- can't because he's got a great wife of many years <laughs> and he had nothing to put up with it but right. i've been through a few and I, I, if i could invoice him man i'd be a millionaire
5: yeah How well uh, yeah i get my um <laughs> i get my song titles from everywhere. Um. From conversations to tv shows to that's awesome i like just hearing people talk or whatever um road signs like i've gotten tired yeah, from road signs for sure um and i was watching a tv show called the staircase and it was literally like i don't know if you guys have watched
4: i haven't the sounds staircase. creepy though
5: it is it's, oh. it's like a murder trial or whatever and i was watching it and somehow the conversation came up about therapy like, like this guy needed therapy and uh he was like i'm gonna send you my therapy bill because it's your fault that i'm here right and uh I was like that's super cool I don't know what that would mean In a song Like in a country song File it away Uh Um, Yeah And so I just Like I always do I just write songs on my phone Or like titles Um And just kind of Keep a A file of them Um And uh It kind of just came out In a writing room And I, I had the song Or the title called Send you the bill And uh I mean, the the thing that made the most sense was a bar scene, and, yeah, and uh, getting over a heartbreak. So that's what we went with. And Sidney Coben and Ben Foster were on that song with me as well, and they're insane writers in Nashville. And um, yeah, they they brought that song to life for sure. That's
4: awesome, man. So I love to see that, especially when it happens like that. The way the way Absolutely. you're talking. you know, just the progression. Because as a guy that that's not a songwriter and I don't have that that ability to to hear. The process, mm-hmm. you know, I, I always find that really fascinating. They need, you know, how they do like the NFL. They do uh, what's the uh, show on HBO when it's um, when inside they go through the right, inside, oh, But uh, the, when they go through, what is it? Hard, Hard knocks. knocks. Yes, yeah. thank you, John. Hard knocks, and then they've got a new one on Netflix that's called uh, Quarterbacks, and they just follow them through. Right? It's mm-hmm. it's the process, right. and I'm always so fascinated uh mac powell who was in the band uh third day which is a contemporary christian band yeah, yeah really really well they out. played so that my mom used to be an event coordinator at heart of georgia technical
5: college okay um which was in dublin and they had them play uh a show at her college that's awesome and i got to meet all of the band and like all of them super, cool, super
4: guys. cool guys i yeah, didn't know great. mac for probably i don't know 10 or 10 years or so yeah. now yeah i was probably five years old six years old Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they're I, really I definitely remember meeting
2: him oh my gosh Yeah, it sounds like an impactful moment like that might have kind of spurred something in, in some. could really it did
5: I, I mean i always i've i've always said that i think i've had like a a deeper appreciation of music than the people i grew up around just from a from a sense of like i would hear like a guitar part in a song or like a lyric in a song and like i would always just like freak out over it and i would bring it to my friends and I'm like, what are you talking about like, yeah they don't get guitar it guitar whatever yeah i get and, it uh, i would just freak out about it and like I, i've just always thought that i've had a i don't know just for music, yeah. Just yeah. an
4: appreciation. That Absolutely, others don't. So yeah. with with Mac, that that was the thing. Like I always said, I wanted to go and sit in with through recording a record, and he was like, mm-hmm. "You'll be bored out of your mind." Yeah, and, yeah. And and I disagree, man. I hang on the details. Like I love it. Yeah. Like if you put me, you know, if you just wrote a book and I read the book about it, I probably wouldn't be in. fact. Right. But to be there to see it all come down, I think I would be so into that. I would nerd out on that the way. Yeah. Other well, people, I, think it's a lot, I think it's a
5: lot t-shirts. different nowadays than I'm it used sure. to be. Yeah, um, for sure. It used to be, you know, the whole band would go in the, the studio and they'd just record the whole thing and they'd mm-hmm. sing through it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little more tedious now because you bring a guitar in one day and he plays the guitar 500 times and gets the perfect Makes it perfect. And the yeah. vocal guy comes in and he sings and um and the drums they'll send it out to another guy that plays the drums in a different studio so it's a little it's a little different but yeah i that, would love to have like went to a back studio back when like, AC/DC or something was like recording the an album <laughs> so and they're funny. just in there shredding
2: dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah dude. another fun process that you would love tug is making a music video i think you would have a good time on the music well, you video. have some experience with that i've made I, quite I a don't... few but i really enjoy your music video for uh sending you the bill um 25,000 views in the first six days on youtube
4: ain't bad. man cool that's a good start <laughs> yeah, man man um
2: first country artist ever selected to sirius xm's artist accelerator program where they kind of put you on all the shows mm-hmm. congratulations on Thank that man. you deserve sure. it and uh, tell us about making that music video though was that your first video ever and uh no so i think i've done what last we've done four or five
5: now at this point wow um excuse the mess was my first one and uh i was a nervous wreck and that, um, I still am. I just I don't like being on camera, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just not the, the center of attention kind of guy, but I've definitely gotten used to it, and uh, I get to enjoy it a little more now and like soak in the moment a little bit. And that's and, cool. Uh, this video in particular, all my friends that I met when I moved to town, um, came and were extras in the video, so they that's were, like, awesome just watching us film it. And they'd like walk around the bar, and like when you see the, the first scene where like I'm sitting at the bar and like people are walking around, those are all sure. my best friends in Nashville. That's doing cool, that. man. So, um, yeah, that was super cool.
2: But, you know, there was extras in it, but you really get a sense of solitude from the video. It's about, in my estimation, what it's like to go through that terrible breakup mm-hmm. and be alone and be looking for answers. And where do you go for answers when you're suffering for, through things like that?
5: Man, I fall back on my religion a lot. Uh, I try to, at least. Uh, my mom grew me up in the church, and uh, that's actually where Excuse the Mess came from, was a prayer. And then I, at the end of the prayer, I said Excuse the Mess and wrote that down on my phone. And... uh five years later somewhat um, became a song and my biggest song yet so that's awesome um, yeah I do that and, and I don't always handle it the right way I'm sure okay uh, point to the person
4: I, that does yeah <laughs> Yeah.
5: Uh, so I mean I don't know different ways yeah um, I usually call my mom if I'm struggling that's the
4: first thing man call mama yep. yeah but I, I do the same thing and and I don't even try to, you know, I don't even try to pretend anymore. I just get it no, wrong. No, no, I get it wrong has. more than I ever get it right, and I just call yeah. say, all right, Mama, I, I messed it up again. Yep. You know, and she's yep. like, I love you anyway, and so does Jesus. Yes.
2: You yeah, know yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she makes me Same. feel better Same about yeah. it. Well, like, when I you I get old and her. your mama's gone, all you got to do, all you got is to fall back on prayer. So, uh, And yep. I love the best songwriters are the ones who kind of uh, – are using it for their own therapy, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody Absolutely. can relate to that. And, Absolutely. I and think I wondered if you'd play us one here on the show so Let's we can it, kind of let folks hear what's out there in Braze Country. Yeah, I'll,
5: play, I'll play a new one
2: real quick, All right. if that's all right. All right, we're glad to have you here, and you got your guitar ready? That's great. We got Austin Snell. Uh, you can check him out on his website at austinsnell.com. Uh, you can check him out on all his socials at Austin Snell Music, and he's right here on the Braze Country podcast.
5: I'll play a new one off of the uh, EP that will or won't be out by the time this comes out. will figure it out. We'll go oh, with Will. Song. Let's go with
3: Will. <laughs>
6: <laughs> she was hurricane, whether I should have known better than I think I could change her back. She was sitting right for me, all my friends trying to warm me it about messing with a girl like that. It's almost always a hard lesson and heartbreak But here I am trying to drink away the pain, and I'll be here till they call, last call. And her kiss hit like a hell of a high, and I took a hell of a fall. I was playing with fire loving on trouble now my heart's just a pile of gone wrong rubble and it's all my fault trying to build a house with a wrecking ball no way I wouldn't let that heaven and denim do whatever she wanted to me saw the trespass shine and Cross that line It was something I had to see Cause that's just a rebel me But here I am Trying to drink away the pain And I'll be here Till they call last call And her kids it like hell Drink away the pain.
4: That's good right there. <laughs> <laughs> trying to build house of the wrecking ball. Boy, I think we've all been there at some point in your life, yeah. right? Where you just can't. I you know? we have. Yeah, Yeah. I we mean, it's just. Hopefully, hopefully you got to figure it figured out now, right? We're trying to say, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century Twenty One Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia Code. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves.
0: And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY. And there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like.
1: five dollar minimum balance
2: required is that one about anybody in particular or an amalgamation of several problems
5: it's a, a compilation of a lot yeah. of different decisions i've made right yeah, for yeah. Sure. Hanging there a little bit. yeah when, uh, when you're not good, ready
2: man. or when you uh when you're uh, when, it, when it's not right it can feel like a wrecking ball for sure absolutely tug yeah, again does not know anything yeah, about man. this
4: i've been fortunate <laughs> i've been with my best friend we've been married for 23 years i mean that's, this that's, is the luckiest man,
2: awesome, man. man. We, i
4: mean it's it is, I, and, and I, you know, am, am thankful and appreciative, and and never never take that for granted, man. Because yeah. it when when it comes around, and you know, there's just there's nothing better. There's no, nothing. I you know what
2: it is? Enough. We should have, we should have gone back. We should have been in the Navy. That's what it was. Navy yeah, guys, was they saying, get all look, the girls. Man. The Navy guys got it made. <laughs> yeah, they you know know do. You know? We got we got those goofy uniforms. Though. Yeah, well, we get <laughs> AC at the at <laughs> the, the, the hotels though, so we're yeah, right,
4: exactly. We're doing, yeah, doing, exactly. Little, yeah, we're doing right. It's funny. I always tell my son. Um, and my wife too when we're when we're flying, and I was like, if it's a nice light landing, like if you're on the airplane, man, that's an Air Force pilot because they have you know got a runway uh-huh. and they can put that thing down it's so gentle. Yeah. If it's a Navy pilot, it's like because <laughs> <laughs> they're they're putting a moving object on another moving object, man. Yeah. They've got to get it down, yep. and and if it's a Absolutely. rough, just hit the ground landing. You know, that's a Navy pilot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what have you brought from your uh, Air Force experience into music that you think has been helpful?
4: Yeah,
5: I mean, I think uh, something that helped me out a lot moving to town was I kind of just I was used to a, a heavy work ethic um, and a workload too. I'm sure, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, working on planes, we we worked. Uh, I worked in a back shop actually, um, so we did HSC back um, checks. So we would we would check everything on the plane. It was like a yearly inspection of the planes. What we did, um, and so we were working 13, 14 hour days, uh, six, seven days a week sometimes. Um, so when I moved to town, um, I mean, I was ready to work. And I feel like some people moved to town in Nashville and... Uh, expect to be handed they kinda, to them. Well, not even just handed to them, but, I mean, they, they moved to town and it's like this whole new world of, like, oh, these bars and, like, these people. And, like, Get distracted. music everywhere. And um, I think a lot of people fall into a uh, a, a rut of just kind of partying. And, and you have to do that, too. Like, you have to meet people and, and network. But um, I was doing it for a reason when I moved there. Yeah. And I knew what I wanted to do and where my, my goal was set and um i moved there ready to work and that's what it did so
4: what is there anything about nashville that you expected it to be that it's not or vice versa expected it not to be that it is
5: yeah i mean i say this all the time but it's it's the biggest small town i've ever been in um everybody knows everybody and like there's no there's no secrets there's like i mean if if you do something and you get in trouble in nashville like it's the everybody whole town it. that knows about it yeah um it's just a super tight knit community and that's a super cool thing cuz i grew up in a small town so mm-hmm um i i respect the 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 closeness of everybody in town and and uh i guess it's just because everybody's doing music and everybody's involved in music and so yeah. it's it's super easy yeah, and, to, and that's
4: the thing it doesn't matter whether it's an artist or a writer or management or record label or radio or right. media or whatever everybody in nashville is married to the yep. industry yep yeah that's yep. an it's and an mean, you, you, you gotta know everybody yeah you do to
5: make it work so and I, I,
4: relationships everything in life is about relationships and it's yeah every
5: every every step of life that you go through is all about relationships in my opinion even like you know the military is all about
4: relationships too you know i had a buddy that's about to retire you know Mm -hmm. he's done 20 plus years yep september 1st so i'm gonna fly down to jacksonville and and be able to be there for you know that that moment because i was there the day he got to to his first duty station he was an he was an air guy on the navy side and uh and now he's retiring had i not met my wife which i was blessed i would would have done 20 years in the navy and never be sitting here as well
5: i tell people yeah if i wasn't doing music i'd still be in yeah for sure i sure enjoyed it i loved Um, it it's job security man
2: no kidding
4: there's always something going on
2: yeah i was gonna go in except that my old man told me you know we've done this for 20 years and you got a chance to go to uga and you love the music and all that stuff go on and do something fun for you know so
4: what a great thing for your dad though to, yeah. to be
2: able to recognize so that, I'm also right there. If it hadn't been for the music, I'd probably been in the You've service been the exact right opposite, too. right? But I apply that service mentality and that uh, and that work ethic that I learned coming up in that world, uh, to music too. Everything has yeah. got an, an operation and a and goals, and uh, and you get up in the morning, and you go to work. You know, and that's what we got to do in this business. You can't get up in the afternoon and not go to work. Those are the guys who fail, and you read about them or you hear about them on the VH1 behind the music yeah. and all that. <laughs> so, uh, and that, that song you just played, Wrecking Ball, is it going to be on your that's new, on the new EP, EP, Muddy Water Rockstar? That's on there. Now, you made a video. We were talking during the break. You made another music video recently yeah. for for the title track, Muddy Water Rockstar. Right. I see the brand up there. Yep. I'm, I'm imagining some of that branding's in the video, but I heard you got Everywhere. a little wet in that video, a little Dude, muddy. man
5: that video I was literally telling Lance on the way in here I was like that was the most fun that I've ever had filming a video and I think the videos before that have I mean they've all they're all special in their own way um but those videos were super serious and like super like about serious topics and this video is just fun and like muddy water rock stars of super fun and like careless kind of song um so it was super cool to do something for once that that was you were just able to have fun and like hang out with your friends and and uh Jump in a river or a creek,
4: yeah, end and up and, uh, with leeches and things, yeah. yeah uh, end up that sounds leeches. fun, you know, that, that's the best
5: part. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to jump in a river? And
4: bring some leeches out. Well, what, yeah, but, what
2: river did you shoot it in? Uh, I don't
5: what know, know what river it was, it was at Scott Hendricks' house. Oh, okay, we made it look creek. like a river, but it was a pond. <laughs> <laughs> that's the yeah.
2: magic of making a video, yeah, yeah, all right, <laughs> movie magic.
5: Yeah, movie but we put a uh, we put a John boat and a drum kit in the John boat, put the John boat in the water, and had a full band scene, and the full band was. In the water in front of the
4: boat, and uh, we did like a performance scene. Oh, like, man, in the how water. do you? I mean, do you just go to the pawn shop and get cheap instruments, or equipment? No, they brought their stage instruments with them? But did, how did they not get ruined?
5: I mean, well, so they weren't all the way underwater. So they, okay. they we were about thigh deep in water.
4: Okay, oh, in my head, I'm like your neck deep. You yeah. know? I'm like, how well, are you I, doing I was at one point. Okay, got it. Um, but
5: no, the band was about thigh deep, and um, they brought their stage instruments, which is wow. I mean, I would have done it. No, but <laughs> you about? know, it's it's. They went full out, but... It's like um,
4: putting on your Sunday britches and going out there.
5: Yeah, but uh, we, we got out of that scene, and, and thankfully I didn't have anything on me, but they had leeches all over their legs when I they got out of the water. Wow. So they're...
2: Like Rambo First Blood? Yeah. They <laughs> would burn 'em them off or knife them off? how we... How'd I we think they them? just pulled them off, dude. Okay. Right. I, I don't
5: know. I, I wasn't there. I went back to the clubhouse.
2: That <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> done. When they started getting the leeches I'm
5: out. <laughs> yeah, I got the towel and went in the shower, but... Uh, uh, out of here. Yes. We'll
2: look for that on YouTube and across all the platforms. Muddy Water Rockstar video should be so out soon. And, uh, man, let's talk about the rest of your tour, your first headlining tour, I guess. And But along the way, you're going to stop and open for Nickelback, which is one of the bands you mentioned that your dad uh, used to play for you when you were mm-hmm. driving around, what, um, doing go-karts with them, right? Yeah,
5: so we, uh, I grew like- up
2: racing go-karts. Mm-hmm. I love it.
5: Yeah, we used to race uh, dirt track go-karts. I don't know if you've ever. I've been, been North to a Georgia go-kart. Speedway. Yep, <laughs> I've been there. Um, so we grew up doing that. I started when I was like eight or nine years old, and uh, there's a lot of traveling that goes into that. We were South Carolina, Florida, Alabama, um, mainly just all around Georgia though. Um, and so it was a lot of road trips. And uh, back when CDs were were a thing, and you went and bought a CD from Walmart, and that's all the music you had. Um, we had, uh, he had a Nickelback, a Three Doors Down, and a Creed CD that he would just play on, okay. on the radio. And, uh, we had an Alan Jackson CD and then a Journey CD. And so that's kind of how I got my music taste. And I, love it, it. and I think it reflects in the music. Uh, at least I hope it does. Yeah.
4: So. That's funny, man. Uh, there, there went, there was a time though. When it wasn't cool to like Nickelback or Creed or anything, oh, no. and, and those those have kind of it seems like those have gone away. I mean, Brant was
5: doing a tour with them. I think it was it was cool to hate Nickelback, but well, everybody that said they hated Nickelback and a Nickelback song came on, they sang they every didn't word. Skip it. They and didn't skip it. Of course it. not.
4: No, I get, they weren't skipping it when but, they said
5: they were skipping but it. But dude. that's
4: the thing though. Like people, follow, it's like a social media thing. It's like I'm gonna say it too. Yeah. You know, this is yeah, this man. is my way of. But Fit they leaned man. into
5: it, dude. They they were, like, fully accepting that everybody hated them. And no, I know. Them. It helped their I, music.
4: Totally, man.
2: Uh, well, the funny. ticket buyers sure didn't hate them. I mean, that's the thing. They still don't. They may be a sellout, but that's because they sold out every actually, yeah. I, yeah, I actually, saw,
5: I actually <laughs> saw them for the first time uh, at Bridgestone <laughs> two, two, three weeks ago. Really? Um, And it was sold out. The Brantley
2: already. show, the
4: ones that Brantley opened up?
5: Yep. Yeah, yeah I think cool.
2: Brantley Gilbert being out there uh, and kind of some an opening for him has really oh, yeah. opened the door for them yeah. to a lot more folks, and also uh, and country music too. Um, you know, we're mashing it up from the countryside in rock, and they're kind of mashing it up from the rock side with a little bit of country in there, right? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to me that you're out there with uh, not only Nickelback but Brantley Gilbert, and yep. then you're gonna. And have you met both those guys yet? Or I haven't met uh,
5: Nickelback yet. Yeah. I haven't met Chad, but I have met um, Brantley. So uh, we, played a, we, played, we played a show with him in uh, Alabama. I think it was, I don't know where it was. It was in Alabama. I think it was around Birmingham. Um, but we played an at ATV park with him. And like, that is his crowd. Like, <laughs> yes, the sir, ATV. It is. Yeah. Like, yes, sir. Like, mud boggers are yes, like sir. his bag for sure. That's so cool. And uh, we, we opened up for him and he played his show. Uh, and then he brought us on to his, me and my girlfriend, he he brought us on to his bus and we just talked for like two hours. Yeah. So About a music good dude. and. And like, he's like, if you ever need anything, like gave me his number, and like if you need anything, just let me know. And means
4: it, and he means it. That's and the he thing. He invited about me
5: to that. his farm out in Georgia, and we're we're trying to work that out yeah, still. But out in
4: Jefferson, mm-hmm. yeah. How about that, you know, it's funny, man. I go back to uh, the Wild Bills days with Brantley Gilbert, and I remember being out there, and I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it out of this place tonight. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was a rough crowd, yeah. And and you know, it was then you know, he was a little, he was a different guy than he is now, yeah, for sure, absolutely, and. Uh, He's matured and you know got married and you know beautiful kids and all mm-hmm. that, but yeah, then it, it was a rough bunch. Yeah, and he still still it is. Some of it, it's still a rough bunch, but it's, he's a different guy though. Right, it, it, it's it's different. Having kids
2: will do that to you, I guess. It
4: will. It, yeah, for sure. And you know, and it should yeah. yeah, it should. Yeah, it doesn't always, I guess, but it should. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, Brantley, he's uh, he's in a completely different place than he was yeah. then. Yeah, but it, it's been it's been fun to watch that you know i remember walking on stage and introducing him there and like i was like all right how do i get myself out of here
5: (laughs) it was fun times i had been to the mud bogs before like just in georgia but that was something out of this world like i mean they had a hill that was completely just covered with razors and atvs and just like i mean like as far as you could see just a sea of what was the
2: purpose of the razors (laughs) it was a mud bog.
4: well i don't think i Oh, so I don't think I've ever y'all That's do it like different a, than I
2: do. We, side we, by side or a four by four razor or whatever, right? Meant, yeah, yeah, side. Like I was like, yeah, what? No, I was no, thinking no, like no. climbing up no, the military. Wheel. Yeah, I was yeah, like, go, okay. The four wheels. I was, was thinking about razor wire. <laughs> I was like, good <laughs> lord. He's back in uh, basic training. Like, a, yeah. I, like we
4: used to just go through the mud. We didn't we didn't set up anything. What about
2: motorcycles? I see your Harley shirt there, and I know Brantley's a big. He rides bikes. so What about you? I
5: love motorcycles. My brother used to race dirt bikes. I race go karts. He raced dirt bikes growing mm. up so I've always we I mean we've always just ridden all kind of stuff yeah. growing up um, um, Stur- you have been to Sturgis
2: way, like. mm-hmm. man no. I think you're going I think you're no. gonna be playing there a few times it yeah. seems like a yeah. good spot for sure I've been to Sturgis been. about four or five years straight with uh with blackberry smoke and it's a quite awesome. a gathering you cannot prepare yourself for how crazy Sturgis is but uh I would love I think to. you'll I would be look, there yeah, soon yeah yeah for sure I bet you
5: but um you yeah, know I just love bikes and motorcycles and I've, I've ridden a couple of Harley's in my life I've never owned one but I Think we're we'll, we'll own one at some
4: point. Yeah, in my gotta life. get there. Oh, yeah, Zachary yeah. was just riding four wheelers, man. We would ride on the power lines. Did y'all yep. do that down there? Mm-hmm. Like you so the the way the power lines would go, there would just be hills and, and because, you know, they'd go back there to work on so there's paths. Right. They and, clear it out for Yeah, the power exactly. Line. And yeah. we would ride I remember being so far from home i wasn't sure if i was going to have enough gas to get back
2: mm-hmm. and
4: and had no idea how far it was or how much gas i had
2: in the days yeah. before cell phones yes, the good sir. old days absolutely oh,
4: yeah. you know and you just you just went and went through creeks and through mud holes just the most fun you've ever had in your whole life and you know probably should have killed myself a few times oh, absolutely. With some of the stupid stuff you would absolutely. do you
5: yeah. know i grew i grew up wanting a, a four-wheeler yeah. and never had one all my friends did and they had the big snorkel kits and stuff on them um but we had a golf cart. And uh, Those are cool too. Yeah, well, um one year I think I was in high school and my my buddy had a birthday party and he had like a hundred something acres of land and just mud holes and stuff, and I didn't have a four-wheeler, but they all then brought their four-wheelers out. And uh I was like, Daddy, just let me bring the golf cart out there. <laughs> and I brought that golf cart out there and I sank it in the mud hole. I mean, seat deep. Daddy ready to ruined kill you. it. And I've never got yeah, he's never got forgiven me for that. I got in trouble, to say the least. Yeah. yeah well, I'm if sure. you
2: if you wind up making a little money doing this, maybe I know buy. one of the first Christmas <laughs> yeah. gifts you're going to get, yeah. for Wait, folks, buy. probably
4: replace it. Yeah, replace maybe a nice it jacked it, up golf cart. Yeah, especially you know? that's why I said because now yeah. they make those. Oh, they're, they're insane
2: unbelievable
4: yeah they really are yeah it wasn't that one though <laughs> yeah no no no. That one, that one
5: definitely didn't belong in a mud hole
2: <laughs> <laughs> but all that stuff is living. about the freedom of the open road or getting out there in nature and you're about to hit that for sure on the are you going to tour around in a bus or a van what's your plan man
5: i think we're going to sprinter van there uh, you go we'll, we'll, uh, we've been doing the hotels in like a transit little small van yeah. i think we're going to upgrade to a sprinter Stay yeah. off the
2: bus as long as you can, man. It's oh, that's just, what i been It's told. so expensive, you know. That's what I've been told. It's like $5,000 to those things up. Well, it's, uh, yeah, and, it's the, and the fuel, and then the driver, he's the biggest rock star on the tour, so it's not, you you know, you stay in the van <laughs> as long as you can. Experience <laughs>
4: speaking, speaking over there. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, let's dig in, in a little deeper and talk about where you're going on tour real quick. Uh, okay. Uh, you're starting really smart by uh, knocking out the three Always. our three favorite uh, schools you're going to Georgia Southern, UGA, and Georgia College right away to kick off the tour September 28, 29, 30. Blue Room in Statesboro, 40 Watt Club in Athens, Georgia, and Ned Kelly's Down Under in Milledgeville. Was that purposeful? Go ahead and start in your home? Yeah,
5: I think Steve. so. I think starting out with a bang for sure was the plan. Um, I've actually never been to 40 Watt, so I'm All excited right.
2: to play there. I'm going to um, come awesome. see you at that one. That's Tug and I's favorite place. Shoot, and- yeah. And that's a place that's so cool because it's handed down this Georgia music tradition over the years. Mm. It's the place that launched R.E.M. and the and the B-52s and then it became like the place where widespread panic and driving and crying and people like that could come up. And they, those folks all circle back and still come there. Um, and then it became the place where like uh, drive-by truckers where it was their home and now they do yeah. like four or five nights there just because they refused to go down the street to the Classic Center they want to play the 40-watt mm-hmm. and then it started launching country careers yeah, I mean Luke Combs played I think one of his first shows ever there yep. and that's where he met Cappy and uh, so uh, I think coming through the 40-watt is really a smart Play and then staying with the forty watt, even when you get even the when play. you're beyond. Try to do two or three if nights you someday. You know that'd be the goal. Yeah. For, if I was for sure, for sure, yeah. But uh, so forty there. watt We're... club, you never even seen a show there, huh? Never seen it. Oh
5: man, never you're gonna! Love I have, it. however, seen a handful of shows at Blue Room. Uh huh. Um, I've been to Ned Kelly's once. Mm-hmm. Um, but my uh, my brother's girlfriend actually goes to school in Milledgeville so she's hopefully gonna bring out all there. Yeah, friends. man, oh, yeah, absolutely. We yeah, to make it
2: mandatory for all the friends.
5: But uh. The first time I ever saw Hardy was at Blue Room in Statesboro. That's cool. Um, so I've been looking forward to playing there for, you know, since I started making music for sure. So.
2: Well, then you're going into the Midwest for a little bit: Columbus, Ohio, Chicago, Milwaukee, uh, Asbury Park, New Jersey, up in the Northeast, and then DC. A couple of questions about all that. Um, have you ever been to Washington DC before? Not that I remember. Okay, no. that's going to be a fun one. You're playing this place called yeah. the Hamilton. Have you been, been there many times? I was oh, yeah. just there with Cracker the other night. Great place, great room. You'll love it. The sound of the room is incredible.
4: Cracker, do you remember them? They were, they were oh, like man. early 90s alternative. Really? They, they but they got a country in, in there. Yeah, too. definitely yeah. some country in there, but I bet they were very influential yeah. in Nickelback and Creed and all those, how could they not have been?
5: Yeah, you know, yeah you're going to have to hook me up with some bands that I don't know of. Sure after, do
2: after the gig in D.C., you have a, you're not playing again until the 26th, so late night after that. You're right around the corner from the Lincoln Memorial and the Washington Monument when you're at the Hamilton. Mm. And the best time to go see that stuff is at night after the gig. It's open to the public and everything. It's all lit up real cool. Go there for a little photo shoot. Crowds are, the crowds are yeah. gone. Yeah. Don't probably. go during the day. It's hot yeah. and there's a crowd, yeah, the nighttime after the gig. Uh, a weird thing, though, that we should probably leave out, but I can't help myself, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the Rave Bar. Be careful there. That's a scary- <laughs> <laughs> Be careful well, they, there, buddy. Well, you can't just leave. You can't just say that. Well, Why? A couple of things. You know, it's a it's kind of it's said to be haunted. First of all, okay. um there's a there the um I lived in a haunted house. The country. I, oh, cool. Well, hang well on. that's <laughs> let's go back to that. <laughs> yeah, you lived in a haunted house. Yeah. So you're yeah. ready. We uh
5: so I grew up in Georgia, but I moved uh to Kentucky my second half of my high school. Um and we like my parents were renting houses, so like we moved like kind of every year. And uh, we moved to this one house, like, next to the school. It was the closest house we lived to that was closer to the school that we went to. And it was this old, like, antique-looking house. And, like, it was, like, it looked like if you drove past it, it looked haunted. Mm. Um, my, but my mom, <laughs> it the look of we it. we did the the tour of the house, and my mom was like, this is super cute. You know, this is, like, they got the tall, like, doors or whatever. My mom, it looks it, like
4: Ammoniteville Horror. No, yeah. it doesn't.
5: <laughs> and uh, we, uh, we ended up moving in there. And... To save the long story, um, the door, so the room I stayed in was really a loft above the house. It was like, kind of like an attic, but it was like a full room. Yeah, big enough. had hardwood floors and everything. Um, But the door was a latch that closed down. I
4: bet that was a creepy sound. And so
5: the latch would close down and it locked from the outside.
4: Holy cow.
5: So it was a staircase that went up to a latch that opened up and you walk in and it was like the whole... Like, top story of the house was one room. Holy cow. And I used to, I swear, and it never made sense to me. I I always just thought I was dreaming, but um, (laughs) people have called me crazy, but I used to wake up in the middle of the night and look over, and I'd swear I'd see somebody sitting in the corner of my room. (laughs) Wow. And, like, I I would think I was dreaming, but uh, she'd be sitting just like this. And uh, I would just kind of go back to sleep because I'd be like, that's probably how, well, just...
4: Well, what, what do you mean you just go back to sleep? make well, do you, make, do you, make you out? see somebody it's, it's in the like corner the, and go back to
5: sleep? Well, it's like when you're sitting in a deer stand, you know, and the, the sun's just kind of cr- yeah. pressing up and you yeah. start making out things in, in the woods or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I thought I was doing that.
4: It's but, different in a deer stand than, than, than some but, a person.
5: But, so I had all of the... I had covers over my blinds and stuff so I, I could sleep during yeah. the day. Um, and I was laying there one night and all the blinds were shut there was no light coming in whatsoever and uh i saw an orb like i it sounds as crazy as it is i was laying there and it was probably 12 o'clock at night and there were no like way that headlights were coming into the Mm -hmm. windows And, and an orb like flew past my face and i turned over and i had a girlfriend at the time i looked over and i said hey Did you see that? And she said, yes. And I grabbed the mattress and I brought it downstairs and I never slept up there again.
3: (laughs) I don't blame
4: you.
5: And we woke up the next morning and there was this big oak tree that was like right past the kitchen sink window. Like Mm -hmm. there was a window above the kitchen sink and you look out and there was this big oak tree. And I mean, we looked at it every day, like out the window and uh, there was nothing on the tree. And then after that morning, somebody had carved a name into that tree and it said like Nia or Naya or something on the tree.
4: Uh, do, do we suppose that's who've been hanging out in the bedroom? I didn't. <laughs> right. yeah, welcome to the Halloween yeah. edition Seriously, of the Brave's man. Country Podcast. Anyway, the Rave.
2: You'll you'll be fine at the Rave then if you can put up with that, <laughs> you'll be all right. So the Rave, they have uh the world's or no, the nation's first Olympic uh, size swimming pool was built in the basement of this building. It was used to be kinda like a community uh you know, center or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now it's called the Rave and Eagles Landing. It's a multi club kind of Uh, facility now or whatever but uh that that old uh, swimming pool is still down in the basement you should ask to go see it when you're there um you're not allowed to get in it except for one guy gets in it there's there's no water in it one guy goes in there though and that's marilyn manson and Hmm. who you probably dig your metal tendencies or whatever you know and uh and he that's his dressing room when he works there he has to have he sets up in the haunted Okay. swimming pool which is weird and uh, but everything does yeah right exactly so that, yeah, and the other weird thing about the I mean, if to bring this thing him. to oh, a yeah. total crash uh, the other weird thing is that that's uh, eagles landing and the raver uh, is the main bar where Jeffrey Dahmer used to find some of his oh, victims. So awesome. Well, then, There we go. go. Oh, yes, you're right. <laughs> Slammed the sword.
5: Back into that, uh, yeah. that schedule.
2: <laughs> that's you that's won't be trying. there long, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. 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 I'm kidding. You know, he's, uh, he's long gone, thankfully, so you'll be okay. But okay. then let's talk about positive things. Then you're coming back down to the south. Oxford, Mississippi, Proud Larry's, great room, done it a lot of times. You'll love those folks there in Oxford. Uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, open chord music on October 27th. Cat's Cradle up in uh, Chapel Hill. It's in the Carrboro side. October 28th. That's a great room. Make sure you meet Frank Heath. Absolutely. So yeah, I think we've, we've
5: played a few of these rooms um, already with Warren Adders. We were out with oh, him right. on tour. Oh,
2: right. Cool. We just uh, had we, him on the show. Yeah, yeah, we just
4: had him on. Okay, cool. That's when he played here at uh, Trist Park. He did yeah. one of the CMT shows. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, we, we the we classic the
2: exit in, classic bar, uh, Wednesday, November 1st, Nashville, Tennessee. And then you're finishing up in Kentucky, Louisville and Lexington on November 1 and, back and 2. find the house.
5: No. <laughs> no. But that, uh, that is like my second hometown though. So I mean That's it's cool. that'll be super cool to be back there and I haven't been back. Great. When I go back home now I go to Georgia cuz my
4: parents moved back there sure. since I was in the Air
5: Force and so I literally haven't been and seen any friends
2: from Kentucky in probably 6 7 years.
4: Do you have a soft spot for the Wildcats? No. Not at all. That's good. Nope. I did. I was hoping you'd say that. No.
2: Nope. <laughs> what about the future? What's coming up after this? More touring or uh, anything? you Man, can
5: Man, I'm super excited to just keep playing shows. I know we're we're making some changes to our uh, to our band th- this run, um, and uh, just really dialing in and playing more live shows. I I never played a live show really uh, before I moved to Nashville and before I'd signed my deals and stuff. So i'm still like in that phase of just like in awe of all of these live yeah, shows yeah like trying to the, figure it all out man oh yeah and, that's cool and i've learned the best by just shit like stuff just thrown at me yeah um so I'm. that's just the military
4: that. in you though right absolutely being able you know yeah like figuring is, it out right. maneuvering yeah yep. exactly whatever and it it's takes.
2: it's going to be like the military and then you got to pace yourself you know yep. you'll be fine yep. it's going to be playing great. shows and
4: hopefully putting out a lot more music so yeah before we wrap and get one more song um what are the places you like to go and and get your belly full, man? But is it out here? Where, yeah, whether in Atlanta or back home in Dublin or Lexington or, mm. or when you're on the road, wherever across
2: the southeast, places uh. you got to stop the van and you might get you like dinner, business? but you also might get something for later on because of yeah, the- um, I mean we eat horribly on the road.
5: Uh, I will admit that my diet is the worst. We yep. we we make a lot of stops at McDonald's, yep. Um, which I regret. But in Nashville. As far as just places to go eat, um, Party Fowl is insanely good if you like fried chicken and 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 stuff like that. And who don't? I mean, any of the the chicken places really in Nashville. Martin's Barbecue is another Mm -hmm. one. Now, you Um, just do
2: fried chicken or you do that Nashville hot chicken thing? I can't do hot stuff. Yeah, No, I I don't don't do that. I did that once. That was enough, you know.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What about down in Dublin? Anything down there? In Dublin? Like mom and pop you go to? Um... Jack's Hamburgers Atta boy Jack's um, Hamburgers
5: is downtown Dublin And it's like this little Like you walk in the door And it goes straight back It's like a bar And you sit back And you walk all the way To the back And they have a bar And the, they cook the food Right in front of
4: you Alright And
5: uh, it's been there Since my dad's dad's dad Has been in Dublin. Oh, that's awesome so, See that's the kind of place like, I'm talking about Yeah it's like right family owned They serve you like Little slider like burgers mm-hmm. And it's the coolest thing ever
4: And in, in Nashville you Ever been to Brown's Diner? Mm-hmm. It's a trailer Really? Yeah and it's fantastic your heart will explode, I'm sure, at some Browns point. Diner. Yeah, Browns Diner is so good. Check that's it out. that's one of my favorite places, and and uh, I've not been in a few years. But uh, but next time I get back up there,
2: Absolutely. it's going to be a pit I'm stop. I'm no, for sure. I'm yeah. telling you, so good. I'm going to Jack's. Give me a sure. brewery. Down Dude, we get down down double Please do it. Yeah. And tell the them Austin sent you. I okay. will. Yeah,
4: I will. <laughs> That'll give us 10% off. <laughs> 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 no. a, man, can we get one more song before we get out of here? Absolutely, let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Crack
5: that TV bell, No man. You're all right. So i play play uh, Pray All the Way Home. I don't know if you guys have heard that yet. But Can't uh, wait to hear it. Second song on XM Radio, so it's, it's doing really well for us
4: right now. I'm super proud of it. Austin Snell on the Braves Radio Network on the Braves Country Podcast.
6: Yeah, I think me and God are a little tighter than you might think. Talk to him all the time He knows that I drank to drown Get lost to get found It won't work for everybody It's working for now I empty the bottle And empty my soul I sleep with the devil And I wake up alone Shaking myself While I pick up my clothes I Make the same mistakes And I pray all the way on Uh-uh I dive into the deep end of every vice like I got a lifeline. She's gotta be the worst one. She drives me insane. She's fired my things. Sometimes I think I don't wanna be safe. I empty the bottle and empty my soul. I sleep with the devil and I wake up alone. Kicking myself while I pick up my clothes. Make the same mistakes, and I pray all the oh. home. Yeah, I think me and God are a little tighter than you might think. I talk to Him all the time. I empty the bottle and empty my soul. I sleep with the devil, and I. Get myself while I pick up my clothes Make the same mistakes and I pray all the way home Make the same mistakes and I pray all the way home Make the same mistakes and I pray all the way home
4: That's where it's at, right there. That is incredible, is. brother. Thank you so much, man, for Absolutely. for taking the time Thanks to come. Me and uh, man, it'd be great to get you back down here and y'all. Let me and, know and get you to a ball game or something. Go see, go see the Braves Dude, play. Yeah, I would love to just walk around this place during a game. Shoot, yeah, I'm telling you, that part's fun too. Yeah. You know, it really is. Whether you're going to the game or not, because I've Absolutely. done done it both ways. Yeah, and cool. and going and sitting in, like sports and social has got the biggest TV in Atlanta. It's like 30 feet by 30 feet. Really, and and another thing if you don't have tickets to the sec championship go watch it there it is unbelievable it it was not too many years ago maybe 2018 i think it's when georgia lost in the national championship to alabama the first time well the sec championship was georgia auburn and my wife and i watched it there with a bunch of friends and it was just as good as being it was just as loud as the stadium really it was the best atmosphere there at Sports and Socials. There's plenty to do, plenty to see here at the Battery and it's so much fun. Absolutely. So you gotta get out there and yeah, explore. I'm yet to uh see a Georgia home game. Oh my word.
5: I went I we went last year for the first time to a Georgia game and it was the Georgia Florida game in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, and that was great, but yeah, you gotta get
4: for, you gotta get to Athens. Man. I want to see a Georgia home game. Yeah,
2: uh, some people call it heaven,
4: and a Braves game at true thats right, so. absolutely, man. And that's, I that's think someday
2: list. you'll be playing over here at the Roxy here. And I bet, probably. Okay? I bet
4: there's something in the near future for that yeah. one too. So we'll be well,
2: seeing you around, man. It's yeah, so nice to around. meet you, yeah, buddy. Thank y'all so much. Thank man. you for coming.
4: Absolutely. There you go, man. Make sure you go check them out wherever you uh, download music, wherever you uh, stream music, and wherever you listen to the radio. Just look for and make sure you call in and request. Like every radio station, call in and request Austin Snow. Stu's a real deal, and uh, we're certainly glad to have him here on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network on the Braves Country Podcast. Y'all come back now, here.
3: This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today. 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast.
2: Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherds Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out the WarriorAlliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's the org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans.